Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. In 2003, Nike signed 13-year-old Freddie Adu to a seven-figure contract. But Freddie didn't live up to the hype. He has turned down every single documentary project looking closely at the details of his career. Until now. People are going to look at everything you did because of the hype surrounding your arrival and what they think you can be. I'm Grant Wall, and this is American Prodigy, Freddie Adu, from Blue Wire Podcasts. Welcome. Sounded like you threw up. I had um. Got a shit. I had shitty wine in my throat. Welcome, everybody, to <laughs> Oh, a Sopranos podcast. As always, my name is Joe oh. Spellman, and this is David Feudernay. And this is Paul Golius. And we are talking about season three, episode 11, the best episode of all time. <laughs> <laughs> One of the best, a classic, ladies and gentlemen. Pine Beerins. Pine Beerins. Pine Beerins. Beerin. Yo, we called it the Pine Beerins because we go down there and drink mad beer in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like my high school experience. Um, um, yeah, so uh, Pine Beerins. And, you know, um, uh, we have an illustrious guest uh, today. Um, Futernick, why don't you uh, take it away and go ahead and introduce our uh, illustrious guest. Yo, I'm just going to take it away and I'm going to introduce our illustrious guest. He is five-time Emmy winner, three-time <laughs> Tony winner, one-time Grammy And he winner. is illustrious, just to be clear. <laughs> Tony Danza. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nothing but illustrious guests. Mr. Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett, still alive, <laughs> baby, and still Ooh. figured out Zoom. What uh, time no, is putting? <laughs> our very good friend. Uh, we did a pilot many years uh, ago together, we were in it, and uh, that's how we all met. And Paul wrote it, um, he claims. We never saw him write it. He said he wrote it. That's right, yeah. Uh, there's no footage, we'll, there's no evidence that I wrote we'll that. Never the audience is like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Mark Hitler. Terry Hey, we'll never know, we'll never know. Uh, it's, it's, there's no science to it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome our good buddy, 
the pride of Rochester, New York, Mitch Wissick. Mitch, it's no. great to see you what virtually. Do you what do you say? <laughs> oh! Very nice. Oh! oh. Uh, and perhaps the biggest fan of the pod. So. Love yeah. the pod. Love it. And he called uh, and he called shotgun for this episode. He did. Uh, yes, he did. We were gonna have Steve Buscemi on, but yeah. oh, this, is way, this is way better. <laughs> well, he, he's a wimple. That's what he I went mean. on. He went on talking Sopranos, uh, a three-hour episode, uh, which is why this like, episode is going five hours. That's right. Let's kick it off. We're Hope you guys have some water. Some snacks. The Dave Chappelle Some comedy special. You know what? I say it's over. Get that skip right. thirty button ready. <laughs> skip thirty minutes. Yeah, your um, finger's gonna get tired. Uh, yeah, Mitch. Uh, great to have you on. Great to see great to you. Um, we have often joked about this show together. Uh, I mean, this is this is considered the iconic episode. I think even even for people who are casual fans of the show or maybe did one watch, I think most people would say this is their favorite episode. Yeah, this and college, I think, are the are the ones that people most often like. Okay, if you want to watch one episode, see if you're going to like it or not. Watch this. Watch Pine Barrens or watch College. I I I don't know. What would you guys go? I think would you guys Pine, say Pine Barrens? Well. Well, maybe college just because it's like first season, so you yeah. you're further. You're not spoiling anything. Back, right, right, right. Now that there's know, many spoilers, I don't, know, I don't know if I would say watch this episode if you haven't seen it. Although I have watched it probably with my dad and my wife, like together. Like I've watched it with other people who haven't seen the who series. haven't seen the series. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, as my wife's like, I've seen some. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, I guess I wouldn't necessarily say watch this because it, I mean, it, I feel like it doesn't deal with Tony. Well, it does deal with Tony a little, but well, not as it does. not as much. I don't know. Yeah, but the, yeah, I mean, I don't know. But it's iconic for the two of them. Yeah. Um, oh, for sure. And by, oh, and, by, sure. and, by, and by two of them, I mean Meadow and Jackie Jr. What? <laughs> <laughs> iconic. Yeah. So sick. I, I mean, I, I would say, yeah, probably don't. Like you're gonna enjoy the episode if you've never seen the series, uh, but you're gonna enjoy it so much more if you just if you're watching the natural progression of things and then and the payoff is just like so much so much better. Right. Um, and you see why Val- would you spoil you that experience? You for see somebody? Valerie like earlier in the season, and he's like getting right. getting, getting crunked at. Slavos. But also just knowing who Paulie is, knowing who right, Chris right. is, like no, knowing like, their relationship just, it, together and their relationship, especially over the course of this season. Like I think I think. You're doing a disservice by by telling people to watch Pine Barrens first. Oh, of course. It's also um, it's also like pretty much the halfway point of the whole sh- of the whole series. It's close. Yeah, to you're it. probably you're, yeah. It's I think close right. to it. Yeah, close to it. It's yeah. it's it's almost to the halfway point. Um, yeah, but yeah. Well, close to it. That Paulie right, so Walnut, uh... Walnuts Christopher relationship though it's just it's so good. There's so many oh. good like th- this and like the two Tonys for me. Like I love the two Tonys. Like yeah, he, he, he'll yeah. say you hit him in the head with a brick. <laughs> like, those, like, <laughs> like those two episodes. I just right. love those two going back and forth. It's the best. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's a, it's like a, a fan favorite. They they return to it a lot over the course of the series. And then, of course, like after Christopher dies, he gets one last laugh on, on Polly. His his funeral's the same day as Polly's mom's wake. And nobody shows yeah, up for the wake. <laughs> yeah. uh, 
nice, nice touch, David Chase. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. And 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 we also we've mentioned on the pod before, but there's like that scene at the bang where they're recounting this day, and, which is uh, in two Tonys. In yeah. two Tonys, that's right. Yeah, yeah. 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 And the, and like the Vito, season five opener. Vito's like, you didn't tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> you lost your shoe. You didn't tell me that. <laughs> you lost your shoe. <laughs> uh sorry hey, i i gotta go uh uh definitely uh uh be with women <laughs> gotta go definitely on a date with a woman real quick i'll be right back um just me and so, these yes. carrot sticks and women <laughs> uh not enough veto this episode but but yeah so if you haven't if you haven't guessed it i'll do the rundown like i usually do like this is the the famous episode of chris and paulie get lost in the in the woods in south jersey um basically this episode famous, is famous about... episode jackie jr metal play scrabble uh <laughs> yeah, yeah. famous iconic scene <laughs> iconic but it's basically three couples right where and things start to yeah. go wrong for them all around the same time but, yeah. like the same night basically it's yeah it's tony and gloria mm-hmm. uh which is great some some of the some great tony gloria scenes paulie chris obviously and then meadow jackie which yeah who cares it moves the plot forward whatever there's some funny moments but uh but we'll we'll get there originally air oh directed by steve buscemi if if you guys didn't know uh, um mm-hmm. that's and, part of why it's iconic yes done so so expertly he he fucking killed it um uh but yeah i guess i'll just start from the top and and, and we'll go through the app yeah, because the ep starts like everybody remembers it for Chris and Polly, but the ep starts with with uh, Gloria actually. Is it, uh, is it is it weird that Gloria is playing and then she walks onto the Stugats and turns it down? Would you be kind of creeped out if that was the song? <laughs> <laughs> like you were way, you like pressed play uh, and then and then hid on and then waited for me to come in. Was that a choice um, that they had to make that because they wanted to open it? I mean, it's a great song to open it, an episode with. It's a great song, yeah. but yeah. then. But then they're Van like, Morrison, right? Oh, but we don't yeah. want to open with a song. Yeah, them. I think it's. I was like, this is weird because they 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 so very rarely use like uh, just like what's a what's the type of music uh, called when it's not like within the context of the scene? It's not right, the radio right. playing, right? I forget what it's called. But but Overture, I was like, oh, that's weird. Yeah, and and then they they like make it part of the scene by her turning down the volume like in the Stugats. Uh But yeah, it's weird. They're singing a song with her name. Uh, she gets a call from uh, Arena, who we have not seen in quite a while. But obviously, like Tony's probably shitting a brick because his old guma calling his new guma is not a is not is probably not a good thing. Right? Well, we all been there. Tony, Tony, <laughs> I want that. I want the brajo. <laughs> I miss you. I miss you, baby. He would have been in a lot more trouble if, uh, if she said that to. She's like, yeah, this is Washington. Middle School. Yeah. Oh, this like- is uh, Sandra uh, O'Connor. <laughs> Talking about your Wi-Fi services. I mean, middle school. I mean, you would think like being so close to uh, such a bullshit artist as Tony is, it might have rubbed off on Arena a little bit, but yeah. <laughs> no. Well, no. He's like, this is Mrs. George Washington. <laughs> I um, like that she calls the boat because she left something on the boat. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, yeah. Yeah. well, he, he well, if he's on the boat, he can look for it because he's on the boat. Yeah. And I know the number to the boat. The, but... Yeah, the high school teacher knows the number to the boat where Tony <laughs> fucks his gumas. Sure. <laughs> that's, that's the number they listed 
uh, in the principal's office. That should have been Gloria's first question. Like, wait, you give the school the boat number? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure she asked that in her head, but she she sort of like lays, cool. lays a little lays a little trap for Tony, right? Like, she <laughs> wants to see like how long before he comes clean, and he, yeah, and actually he he does pretty quickly for Tony, uh, for a guy who keeps secrets for decades. Uh, he's kind of like, all right, I was lying to you pretty fast, but she still gets mad. I yeah. seems a little unreasonable to me, but but also she she has other issues going on as we know from Melfi. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's it's her like her previous baggage that uh, you know causes her right. to react that way. Yeah, right, right. Um, but yeah, so we get that little scene on the Stugats. Then we go straight to uh, Polly getting his nails done. <laughs> set and finish. Let's go with the set and finish. <laughs> Oh God, dude. Which is obviously like, they're trying to set him up as like the most like comfy pampered he can be before they put him through hell for the rest of the episode. Right. 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 Uh, right. But, but it's shocking because uh, I don't know. Did you guys, I, I mean, I watched this in high school. Did you guys know that, that men get manicures like with no, with as little shame as Polly is like yeah. <laughs> at the time I probably watched this live and I don't really, I don't know if I did. I was like, yeah. that's weird. Do the guys not break his balls for that? Like, you know, actually, they all get I know manicures? guys that, 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 that get their nails, their nails done and feet done, like old school, like Italian, like. You've yeah. done it, haven't you? <laughs> I, I know that. Me. I'm a, I'm Let's a see your nails, Mitch. Show us those nails. <laughs> oh, those are oh, beautiful. Those are, oh, <laughs> shiny, smooth. Damn. Oh, look at that. Joe, Joe's got like a dead fingernail. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Joe's I rolled the, I rolled up a corpse's went, finger. Went in front with of the, the charcoal right finish. I rolled. <laughs> I rolled a fucking. You remember when I transported medical film up to uh, San Luis Obispo or wherever the fuck I went? Oh yeah, uh, no, listeners, you should know that Joe's been doing lots <laughs> sketchy jobs. Odd jobs. Odd jobs. No mask. Like, hey man. Hey man. All, no all mask. Hey, hey man. All whatever it takes during the pandemic. Okay. Spending, spending so, a lot I, of time in uh, the city of industry. <laughs> I transported some drugs up to uh, Paso Robles, and uh, they were in very heavy things, and one of it rolled onto me, and I fucking had this blood spot. It's been there rolled for your fucking skin like off your fingernail three or four knuckle. weeks. That's, that's here to stay. Three weeks. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that finger's dead. Yeah, you might need to. Yeah, I, I'm probably gonna need to get a fake finger. No, um, no satin finish on there. No. Okay, um, I will but, say. Uh, I feel like I've heard like Bernie Mac do a bit about how he gets a pedicure. It's in Bad Santa. You know it's it's in, in, yeah, it's Bad Santa. Santa. He gets oh, it. Oh, that's yeah, what yeah. I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. Oh, put, some yes. candy, put some candy on that, baby. Right. <laughs> hard, hard candy. I, I think once I saw that, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> well, you think like sure. these like Italian goomba, like metrosexuals, like I got cousins that definitely like get their chest waxed and like their fingernails oh, yeah. done. Oh yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Well, right. In this episode, like, uh, I, it's such a great time capsule because when when uh, Jackie Jr. is lying in meadow over the phone and he he's spraying the aqua de geo on himself, like, <laughs> and the looking in the mirror, I'm like, oh yeah, like vain, oh, fucking, like, and every douchebag had aqua de geo. Oh god, I feel like oh, those guys god, that was still exist college. in that form. With they, aqua, like, yeah. they're, oh, they're yeah. still out there. They're yeah. still reeking of aqua de geo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not much has changed. Go no. to Long Island and Staten Island, please. Just like you know, you'll you'll smell it as you're going over the bridge. Yeah, you'll smell <laughs> it while you're getting COVID. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. 
right. That right. COVID clings to the aqua de geo <laughs> cells and, and floats into your nose. Um, uh, yeah, Jackie Jr. not surviving a pandemic. I'll tell you <laughs> no, that much. No. Um, he gets it from a stripper uh, day two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. You right. tell me I can't go to the strip club? Fuck that. <laughs> Do it before the X wears off. <laughs> yeah. Um so from there, you know, so uh Tony calls Polly mid uh mid manicure and, and lets him know that Silvio's sick. But I didn't know that like the mob gets sick days, but but Tony's like insisting that Silvio he's like, I'm sending him home. Uh which is nice of him. Uh and sure. which makes uh slava or uh valerie's uh debt to silvio fall in paulie's lap um from there we go to and i forget i always forget like how much of a fee like a repeat a recurring like theme it is of the season like they really do have tony and carm in couples therapy for a lot of the season yeah. i always remember it as like one episode but it, it, it keeps popping up and yeah, this so. to say like like th- like they are about to fight in front of melfi Carmela kind of like doesn't take the bait and Melfi comments like, Oh, you guys, you know, seem to be getting along better. And Tony's like, we're learning to communicate, but obviously we know that Tony thinks it's not really the therapy. It's just that he's fucking banging Gloria and that makes him a better husband somehow. Um, hey, I, I mean, come on, obviously. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, I mean come on. it's working for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. it, it's working until this episode. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, and then from there we go to the classic Scrabble scene with Jackie Jr. and Meadow. <laughs> as she's got a fever of 105. Let me get some of that ass. <laughs> yeah. 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 Is he also like, smoking a cigar in the dorm? Is really? He? Is he? I feel oh, I like the. I feel like in the first shot. I think this is the first time I saw it. He's smoking a cigar, and then and then we lose it. <laughs> He's like, "Hey, this like is a, a continuity error. This is a body, or, right?" <laughs> when you've been yeah. sick and all all right i'm gonna play the 20 yeah. <laughs> yeah. blow cigar yeah. smoke in her face he asks her if she wants to do x and he wants, tries to bang her <laughs> he's like you know maybe some chicken noodle soup dude i mean i don't know, I don't know. You know I don't... <laughs> oblique no spanish then <laughs> all, all, um, all of her like college friends are like uh no he sucked he actually <laughs> that sucked. guy <laughs> fucking sucks so you guys don't when, get it uh like where we're from like if you suck it's good like <laughs> you just don't yeah. get it we smoke cigars all the time in front of people <laughs> whether they're sick or not in small cl- closed rooms um yeah if if caitlin uh who like can't be like days without her ferrets at home is saying your boyfriend sucks, then your boyfriend sucks. Yeah, that's bad. Uh, <clears throat> but, uh, but yeah, so he, he's like, Oh, I got to get out of here. He takes off early. Meadows not happy with good reason. I mean, you know, st- stick around if your girlfriend's uh, hurting, come on. Yep. Um, from there we go to finally, we get Polly and Chris heading over to uh, Valerie's for the, the money. Um, I just love like, they they hit on like every joke you can Russian. make about, about Russians. <laughs> like They're like rubles. oh, better not be rubles in there. Yeah, and yeah. Like fucking Rasputin, this guy. <laughs> Cuban Missile Crisis is in there. I mean, hey, hey, as a Russian, I fuck, I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> no borscht, no borscht jokes. Yeah, no, no maybe borscht was, jokes. Maybe it was cut. I was oh, I, I like I like that he was like oh. 
uh, there's 30 other people in this apartment. That's not a Russian. Yeah, joke. That's just like a foreign joke. Right. It's just like you're a yeah, like you're a, a immigrant scumbag joke. I'm working yeah. with the worst yeah. attitude possible. Like just also like his his apartment's nicer than Polly's. I'm so, like, <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? TV, DVDs, <laughs> stereo. <laughs> what is this? Like, what no. all the all the people who live here chip in? <laughs> the universal remote what oh, a what yeah. an artifact yeah uh but also breaks super fucking easily it looks like an egg it shatters into a million pieces on the on the floor when he just sort of like oops it's not like he spiked it on the ground I, yeah. I mean, was was '90s uh, plastic that fragile? I don't remember it being. But... I mean, uh, I don't remember Universal Remotes being like that huge. That, that looked gigantic. like a fucking BlackBerry. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised it broke. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like yeah. Props department was like, fuck, fuck. We didn't get the Universal Remote. Get, use this TI-84 or whatever. The fuck <laughs> it was. Huge. Put it back. Hopefully they don't put notice. On the dock, you put Universal Remotes Remote. back on the dock. On dock. <laughs> Polly does not like to be told what to do. Uh, next thing you know is he's strangling the man with a lamp <laughs> and cracking his windpipe. Um, totally, like, I mean, this situation is is what it all comes down to, right? Like, there's, like, Chris is there to, to and he does everything right, mm-hmm. but Polly is just off the, from the jump, like, whatever reason he's just like looking to break this guy's balls and this is not the guy to do it with um he's like fucking I mean, seven foot tall he's got the worst attitude as soon as he gets in. <laughs> he's seven foot tall he's been drinking for 18 hours straight uh but should yeah. have that drink so, hey if we've learned anything all season have the drink have, have always sure. have, have the drink. doesn't matter what time it drink. is doesn't matter what the social situation is have the drink yes um so yes, now they're now what was supposed to be a simple pickup, they gotta they gotta deal with fucking disposing <laughs> of a body. That's it for him. <laughs> it's like a fucking Wednesday afternoon. They're like, yeah, that's it for him. Well, let's roll him up in this fucking rug. Yeah. Also, I'll note that Polly was wrong. That that medical diagnosis was wrong. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, Doctor Walnuts got it wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> fucking doctor over here. Fish knows a thing or two about rolling up some people in carpets, but we don't need to <laughs> that's go. Another pot. <laughs> that's, that's another pot. I love how there's just a carpet, like a like a big enough carpet, just hanging on the fucking wall, ready to go. Like, all right, perfect. <laughs> Mitch, 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 we'll save that story for the uh, "I got away with it" pod. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still here. I made it. <laughs> They also um, had like a dolly too, right? Yeah. They had like a hand truck <laughs> yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Like I was <laughs> yep. like, what the fuck? That was handy. Yeah, like because it's in the back of fucking silver cup. They were just like, ah, yeah. <laughs> got a fucking dolly. snow shovel. He's got a snow shovel, a dolly. <laughs> he's, got he's got he's got sandbags. He's got fucking uh, uh fucking grip stand. Very very prepared alcoholic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> For any situation, uh, of course, um. Tony gets interrupted uh, mid screwing Gloria with the phone call that Paulie is like, I got a little physical Uh, guy sucker punched me. We see Chris is like, I see what this motherfucker is trying to do, but um, Tony's pissed and, and uh, kind of pieces out from Gloria, but they make plans for, for a little 9 PM London broil. 
mm-hmm. which sounds lovely. Uh, Look great. We'll there. Look great. Look, it looks <laughs> fantastic. Huge. But uh, huge yeah, of- enormous. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> that was just for Tony. <laughs> yeah. it, if it was if it was anybody else, uh, that would have knocked them out. But it's yeah. hitting the back of Gandolfini's neck is like hitting a wall. So. You know who threw that steak? I was like looking up uh, trivia the other day after I watched it, and uh, it's Buscemi throws the steak at the back of his head. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I, re- I remember. It. So they couldn't oh, like. I didn't know that. Uh, That's awesome. Uh, Annabelle uh, Sciorra couldn't couldn't land it right, yeah. so fucking Gandolfini <laughs> had to get a London broil to the back of the head. Who knows how many times? Twenty five. Give me the a London broil. <laughs> Give me this fucking steak. <laughs> <laughs> I can do it. I can do it myself. Fucking, fucking four in the morning. He's like, we gotta get this done. <laughs> okay, uh, Chase. Around. Chase is gonna have my balls. <laughs> <laughs> If this doesn't hit his neck at exactly the right angle, I mean, how hard is it to like really to convincingly throw a London broil? I don't know. You did the same shot in Trees Lounge, believe me. I got this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but you know, Polly is trying to salvage the day. We get that scene at the gas station where he's like, "Okay, hey, you know, we'll make a day of it. We'll go down to AC, a little blackjack, freshen up, hit more Morton's, get a yep. steak." Should want the Roy um, Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, of course, uh, true New Jerseyites will uh, will will explain that they can't pump their own gas in New Jersey. That's this is true. This is true. Well, yeah. Why? Why does he pump his gas? That's weird. Yeah. Well, well, I guess for, uh, for they made TV the creative purpose. decision. Yeah. To to like they didn't want somebody hanging around when Chris and Paulie are having this conversation, so they were just like, "Fuck it." Nobody nobody knows that rule in, in also, Jersey. Also, you wouldn't get that so. that great shot, reverse shot of uh, him smiling at like the family walking by. <laughs> yeah, with the trunk. With <laughs> and the, then as soon the as they Russian... as soon as they clear, he like, immediately goes like to his pissed off face again. <laughs> great <laughs> shot. Right. Um. But yeah, trying to trying to make the best of the day, you fucking murdered somebody for no reason. It's totally Polly Walnuts. Yeah. Um. So then we get a scene uh, with Tony and Melfi, where he comes clean about uh, screwing Gloria. You know, she's smart, sexy, she's Italian. Um. But he's like, you know, point is, she makes me happy, and I'm a better husband and a better father. Uh. You know, being with her makes me happier than any Prozac and therapy bullshit combined. And I think this, that might be true up until like very soon here. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and Um, she, and, and she has information about Gloria that he obviously doesn't have yet. Right. And she's obviously like biting her cheeks. Like, I want to tell you like, plus how many, and and who knows how many sessions like he and, and Carm have had with Melfi. And it's like, Right. Oh, this is a fucking waste of my time because like you guys are doing better because it's all predicated on a fucking lie. Like this is right. all my hard work. Like it like doesn't mean shit. It's just that right. you're fucking banging uh, my fucking <laughs> other client. Like, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like you're not fixed because you're banging a hot broad. Like yeah. we're <laughs> we're not done here. And and then um, she's like, oh, and then it's like, oh fuck, you're banging your mom. Right. Now we have a lot of fucking shit to sift through now uh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. that's well that's the end of the episode where she's right. like uh you know it's uh what does this remind you depressive of? personality right. unstable impossible to please remind you anybody yep he's like no um but yeah i mean the point is though like tony says like it makes me a better husband or a better father uh he's clearly not that uh this episode there's a whole yep. shit with like carmela's parents show up uh 
Hugh has glaucoma. <laughs> so <laughs> he's screaming at Polly while uh, fucking AJ is trying to watch uh, that classic blur video, coffee and oh uh, TV. Yes. <laughs> that 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 brings you back. That brings you. But back. yeah, might might affect you if you hear your dad screaming. Is there any way the package can survive? <laughs> uh, oh boy! Little, I mean, he knows his dad is talking about murdering somebody there, right? Of like, what else? Yeah, the fuck? Obviously, obviously. <laughs> Get a new dog, right? <laughs> right, right. Did you poke holes in the box? Is there any way the dog could survive? Um, I broke its. But, yeah. I broke its windpipe. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for him. That's it for Ruffles. <laughs> I had a Ruffles. Um, <laughs> yeah. But so finally, Paul and Chris get to the Pine Barrens, which is not the actual Pine Barrens, by the way. Uh, they, it's, they were uh, West set Point. to shoot there. Yeah. Is it? By West Point, yeah. Which, uh, I, I, I wasn't sure where it was, but. Which I used to go to a lot because uh, my family is, uh, <laughs> despite what you guys might think about me, my family is a military family. Just, just <laughs> not me or my dad. What? <laughs> right. what? Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the tough Feudernicks, uh, they're military. Cadet Feudernick is something I will, I never want to see. Beautiful. I didn't meet any of them at the wedding. I don't think you did. My uncle, my cousins. <laughs> oh damn! Uh, they were they were doing drills outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They were doing push-up contests. <laughs> Um, but uh, but yeah, no, yeah, so apparently, like, they had a permit to shoot in the actual Pine Barrens, and then some like New Jersey uh assemblyman or, or some some somebody was like, eh, nah, this show is insulting to Italian Americans and like revoked the fucking access to it. So they went to his cool, house, it's a cool uh, looking woods. Yeah, they went to the assemblyman's house and uh, beat him with a, a, a belt and <laughs> didn't work, <laughs> right? <laughs> didn't work. right yeah. Love it, nicely done. 2020 has already reshaped how we work and it's almost over. Businesses across the globe are challenged to be their most efficient, which means every hire is critical. Indeed is here to help. Indeed is the number one job site in the world with more total visits than any other job site, according to Comscore. Indeed helps you find quality candidates quickly so you can focus on hiring the person you need to keep your business going. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. And now, Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria that you can contact the moment you sponsor a job making Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do. Oh, 73% of online job seekers in the U.S. visiting Indeed each month, according to Comscore total visits. So it's clear Indeed can help you get the quality hire that you need. That's why more than 3 million businesses worldwide use Indeed for hiring. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is the best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Offer valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions apply. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so they finally arrive in Pine Barrens. They give him the shovel. They give Slava the shovel to dig his own grave and then like Real let smart. their guard down for smart. half a second. Yep. Uh, and Chris gets brained in the head. And then, and then, you know, that sets everything in motion. They're like, the guy runs off. Polly gets a good shot at him. We see the blood coming off his head. Right. He it's a hell of a doesn't shot. break stride. Yeah. Doesn't break stride though. <laughs> he takes right, the yeah. knee and like just books. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> Uh, this guy's fucking immortal. He's- but but yeah, yeah, he keeps going. They lose the trail of blood. They lose the trail of uh, footprints in the snow, and uh, and they're sort of fucked after that, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, the rest is just like comedy ensues, right? Like, what, do you guys have like favorite moments? I love when Polly <laughs> when Polly fucking falls down the hill, and Chris shoots the deer, deer? and then Polly yeah. ends up. He's like, "I lost my I shoe." Lost my shoe. <laughs> if I was trying, we could have never. I know. Been Close. <laughs> Stop getting cunty. <laughs> Stop getting cunty. I mean, and then, every line. And is then, fucking... and then, when he fall, when he rolls down the hill, he goes cunt. <laughs> Great, just. Uh, it's Chris trying this, to eat the berries. Are you stalking us with this cock? Uh, the, the, the phone what, call is cock? and he's like, he killed, he killed 16 Czechoslovakian rebels. He was an interior designer or something. It's <laughs> <laughs> a party. It's a party. It sounds like shit. Like, like shit. I mean, that's the, that's the line that everybody remembers yeah, in that episode. It sounds like shit. Uh, and it's a combination of poor reception on the cell phones and Paulie just being an idiot. And stupidity, yeah. <laughs> he should have stopped at Roy Rogers. Uh, <laughs> I should have fucked Dale Evans. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, I you know who Dale Evans is like. Uh, I had to look that up. That's Dale Evans. Yeah, me too. It's, it's Roy Rogers' ex-wife. <laughs> I yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Oh, I never made the connection. I knew I she was like a little tiny, like Western star or whatever, but. Uh, that makes sense. Then. It may, I, I mean, either, I I knew from the dialogue, I was like, it has to be some sort of connection to Roy Rogers. Some reference. Somehow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I think it's a dude but, at first. That's why I looked it up. <laughs> I'm like, who's Dale Evans? Yeah, he thought it was like a NASCAR driver or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dale Evans or Dale Evans Jr.? <laughs> Dale Evans Jr. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. Dude, we should have had some Sacpino fan fiction of Pauly fucking Dale Evans. Oh, uh, maybe uh, maybe next time. Come on. I guess uh, but uh, I next, that- next week we'll just have to get uh, Dino and Jackie Jr. banging or something or, you know. Banging bang, Dale Evans bang, for no reason. Banging uh, <laughs> Sunshine's corpse or something. Yeah, <laughs> Dino banging, <laughs> banging his corpse. <laughs> Did you ever eat uh, at uh, Roy Rogers on, like, the uh, Garden State, like, that? rest areas yeah i mean they're at they're at like a kid they're like line they line that shit like they're they're at like all of them at least they used to be like these yeah so many of them their their fried chicken was so good when i was it was there was actually one in my neighborhood you could have a hot dog pizza fried chicken roast beef it was like yeah it it was was like a cheesecake factory menu they just served everything (laughs) yeah it's so good Cajun chicken pasta. <laughs> what? Um, oh, baby. I don't know. Now you're getting crazy. Sorry. Dude, they're, uh, they're brand the later, Zeno, later add they're brand to the Roy Zeno, Rogers uh, sandwiches. Oh. <laughs> oh, they're also buco. Mm, my, my own. Uh, no, but 
Uh, but yeah, so so the, obviously they're starving. They're lost in the fucking woods. It's freezing. Chris has a concussion. Uh, Polly's afraid of eating berries. In one shoe. Uh, He's got one shoe. Which, like, that's like um, some serious shit. Like, I always like yeah. look. I'm like, I would have been, fr- I would have been like on Christopher's back by like 30 minutes. Like, dude, <laughs> get me the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. So obviously they call in the reinforcements. Uh, you know, Tony's got to leave uh, after he already showed up late to dinner with Gloria. That's when she throws the lemon broil at his head. Uh, and Tony, hey, credit to him. He walks away. I feel like in other situations, he may he may have not walked away from that. Yeah, and he never um, harms her ever again. <laughs> and it's a happy ending all around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, he heads to Junior's who's like, what are you being, steak? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just love his reaction. He's like, no, I don't know. Like he's not, he can't even deal with this. He's so he's so like finicky about like food smells all the time. He's always like, oh, you fat <laughs> fuck. It's like so he's so turned off by people eating. Is it the white cat? Uh, how many white castles you have? He yeah. borrows a shirt from Junior, which I always found weird because I'm like, Junior's a fucking boys' medium. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just going through. He's like 120 a- pounds. <laughs> Even when he was like, you know, younger, like yeah, he was still a twig. You know, yeah. Like, yeah, and now he's on chemo. Go borrow one. Tony. Right. Tony could fit fit his arm in one of the in, in like the body of one of Junior's shirts. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's when they call over, of course, Bacala, low man on the totem pole, to uh, come help Tony fucking uh, on a on a fucking search and and rescue mission into the Pine Barrens. He shows up in full fucking <laughs> hunter gear. This is a legendary like, but like BTS story about. Uh, uh, Busemi wanted him to make Gandolfini laugh on the reverse shot of, of Gandolfini seeing him walk in. So he like went to the props guy and like he asked the props guy for like like the biggest dildo he had. And so he walked in like with a big strap on. Yeah, <laughs> he, had, he, had a, he had a Rastafarian wig and a huge strap. And purple oh, I didn't know that part. I didn't know he had the Rastafarian. Yeah, I don't know about the Rastafarian. That's an entirely new visual. Yeah. Oh my! Well, now it's kind of problematic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a purple. It's a purple dildo, though. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah whoa, Shripa whoa. comes in in blackface and a purple dildo. <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah. uh, never Ganofini's loving it. Dominic Chini is yeah. like, can can we wrap this up, please? <laughs> I got to I got to sing on restaurant row later. Uh, can we <laughs> go? Fucking serious. Um, <laughs> yeah, so they send uh Tony and Bacala out. They have a nice little moment in the car ride there. I yeah, mean, besides which, the stupid joke that well, uh, Bacala tells about bare left so we went home. Right. One um, one other BTS thing is that um apparently that scene was very close to being scrapped cuz they they it kept getting pushed and they were they were like way behind on this uh episode and uh they almost just like were like yeah we don't have time for it um right which i think would it's such a nice little scene in in such like an overly like comedic episode it's like it's really nice and and sets up their relationship for the future really really nicely it's true yeah yeah i never thought of it like that but that's sort of like you know we we were talking i think last week or the week before a little about how bacalao's character evolves and this is maybe like ushering into that new sort of like a little more grounded, a little more real, a little more like uh, part of part of the story. Not just a and visual gag. Like right. He's not just like the, the already fat guy in an even fatter suit coming in for, for gags. Shyness right. is a curse. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, things come to a head with, uh, with Polly and Chris, when, when Chris goes to take a piss, uh, outside Polly's window and he's like, don't make me pull rank on you. And I think the, the quintessential line of the episode is, you know, captain or no captain right now, we're just two assholes lost in the woods. And that's, that's sort of like probably the story they were trying to tell here is like when you're stripped of every title society gives you and every previous, uh, uh, iteration of of relationships with to people like nothing matters when you're just two human beings freezing your ass off uh, stuck in the middle of the night and you don't know where you are and you're hungry you know it's like yeah. uh, just so well done and I think that's sort of like probably like Terrence Winter I don't know if he was the one who came up with the idea but he was probably like this this is my vision for the story and probably Tim, built out from was, that idea. It was Tim Van Patten who had the initial idea to have a, oh, really? a Paulie Christopher episode where they get stranded in the woods. But I think that was where his idea ended. And then Terrence Winter ran with it. Wrote the show. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. Like the, yeah, uh, the iconic... he, yeah, Tim Van Patten's on the story uh, credit. That's right. Terrence yeah. Winter. The iconic, like, there's like, <clears throat> there's always like lines that I keep on going back to in my life that'll come up with, with my friends, like us watching Sopranos, but it's always like, uh, you know, mix it with the relish, you know, if we're out, mix, with the relish. Like, I always, mix it with the relish, you know, that, oh, and yeah. like, I'll leave you here, you cocksucker, you know, for drunk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or, or, uh, and we, I always, to this day, even with my wife, if, uh, if, if something misogynistic happens in the house, I'm always like, uh, I'm old school, Jess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are like the three things that I've like taken from and just it always gets yeah. up. But yeah, mix it, mix it with the relish. Mix it with the relish. <laughs> classic, classic. Um, yeah, I mean, too, too, too many great moments in this in this episode to uh, to mention. But yeah, ultimately they're saved, uh, and Tony sort of puts it on Paulie. Like you know, if this guy pops up again, it's on you not on me. You're going to deal with the fallout, which a lot of people thought was set up for coming episodes. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then as we know, we never hear from the Russian again. Um, we, how do you guys feel about that as, as you know, some of the super fans? Fine. I mean, um, <laughs> fine. now fine. I don't care. Um, but when, it, like back in the day, were you? Were you oh, like, I was certain. Yeah, I, fucking... I, I was certain it was going to come back. I mean, yeah. like the Paulie's car was gone. <laughs> yeah, like the car was gone. And then like the ominous, like they said they didn't do this on purpose, but the ominous, like almost like the Russian POV scene at the end. There's right. like there's like a yeah. scene that there's like a shot that like comes from like the top of the woods, like almost like he's perched yeah. up looking at the whole thing. It's like almost it's like how they end the episode. Right. Did you did you think did you think if you were as you were watching maybe like the last season or like the sixth season like did you think it was gonna come back then? Uh, no, I knew I knew by then it wasn't coming back. I, I figure um, I feel the same way. Yeah, I didn't think it. I did. I like. I, I know Coco. Coco, our our buddy Coco, who's on the podcast, like he he thought it was like coming back in like the season finale. Like a lot he of people really did. thought. He really thought like it was going to be answered, and I was like, I, I think, don't think so. As soon as if you, you if you're holding on that long, go ahead, Mitch. No, as soon as like you like Tony stopped fucking around with like the Russians with the money, like you didn't see that anymore. Hmm. They're like, I, I thought like okay, they gave up, like not they gave up on that storyline. You know what I mean? They were not going to go yeah. tap that well anymore. It would have yeah. been kind of yeah. awkward if he just showed up like season six, like I'm here to kill you now, Molly. <laughs> well, a couple of things. So so in that in two Tonys, I think. Um, I forget where this story bubbled up. I think Terrence Winter might have said it on a podcast or an interview or something. But 
the reason that they had Tony or uh, Polly and Chris like retelling that story in that episode is because there was going to be a scene later in that episode where Chris goes to pick up money from Slava, oh. and he sees fucking Valerie uh, sweeping the floor, but he's like fucking. There's something wrong with it. Like his half his brain is missing, and there's like a moment where he recognizes Chris, uh, but he can't say anything, and he he doesn't you know he doesn't like register like this is the guy who did this to me because he's like you know. He's a nanny from uh, mice and men. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. And Terrence Windsor was so he was like he said to David Chase he's like fans are gonna fucking love this, and he said uh, as soon as he said that to Chase, Chase cut the scene. <laughs> it's like did they no. shoot it did they shoot it or did they just no they did i don't think they shot it yeah okay uh that but that but there was gonna be like a little that would have been like a little coda to the to the series but it's also better that it better they, that that you never get an answer yeah, yeah. yeah. I, agree. No, because, I hate i i would have hate i would hate that now, now. like maybe yeah. back then i would like oh shit the russian's back but now like looking at it as a whole that that's so out of place and weird like i'm sweeping the floor like it's yeah. it's a hundred it would have been a hundred percent fan service and i think chase is right to recognize that and i would th- also like I, I, if you're I, I think it would take like the luster off this like re-watching this episode more too like it would it would take 100%. away from it yeah knowing that yeah. that happened um, Right. That's like such um, a good standalone episode too. There's like such like mystery to the whole thing. Like it just leaves so open ended and yeah, yeah. And that's oh. such a signature of of the Sopranos. I mean, they leave hints in the episode. Like if you're if you're still by the end of the series, you don't get the ambiguity is built into the the DNA of the Sopranos. Like like you you're you're not you're not watching the show that you should be watching. They know, right? but they don't know. Well, I mean, there's even hints in this episode. Oblique means indirect, not straightforward, right? Like, yeah, yeah. there's they drop that little hint in the final scene with Melfi and Tony. You know, she actually says the words to Tony. You know, after he complains about there must be something wrong with Gloria, she says, "Read into things however you choose," and that's sort of like, okay, fans, like this ends however you want to want it to end. It's in your yeah. head, but we're not telling the rest of the story. And I think this is just super smart of, of Terrence Winter and, and, and Chase to to sort of like okay guys like this is the sort of show we're making here here's some hints to that effect uh get on board or or not i guess yeah but yeah that's uh that's that's fucking pine barons guys oh i also i want to say like speaking of slava i i um i always forget like what a great little scene that is uh between tony and slava that guy that actor who plays slava is fucking great it's great oh yeah 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 that little scene where he gets emotional about valerie Valerie, really well done and and you know I, 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 um, not to keep talking about a, a different sopranos podcast on here but on on talking sopranos when they were talking to buscemi um mm. imperioli said that like he's by far his favorite director just because he knows how to talk to actors because he is sure. one and he's a really good one so i you know you you see those touches in the episodes that he directs and i think that's that's like a a clear, um, uh, you know, uh, example of, of that, that like nice little scene that like, it's kind of forgettable, but very, very well directed, very well acted. Yeah. You bring out a performance like that for a minor character. Yeah. From like, a, that's, you know, of like a small recurring role. Like, I mean, it almost made me want to see, like, I wish there was more of him in, in the rest of the series. I yeah. don't care about Valerie, yeah, yeah. but, but Slava would have been nice to see. What a yeah. great scene to like to finish it up. Like, I wonder if everything's going to be okay. Let's see. And he's like, I would do anything for him. He's like, my brother. Like, oh, yeah. oh, Is everything fuck. okay with this guy? Is this guy dead? <laughs> How many Czechoslovakians? <laughs> yeah, like, what? <laughs> 
<laughs> football is back in full swing. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to Bet Online today and take full advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. And don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Uh, but yeah, anything else we want to mention this, this app guys, before we go into fucking internet, let's, let's, eh. let's, uh, let's move on. Let's fucking do it. All right. It's a lot of chatter on the internet about, about fucking pine barrens guys. I'm shocked. Um, this is of course the segment of the show where we take questions and comments from across the internet, what people are saying about these episodes and the Sopranos in general, this is all about pine barrens. So I'm going to go through here. We got from Reddit user ZankC1864. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. We just cringe everything. What was, what was the reaction to College and Pine Barrens when they aired? I'm too young to have watched the series when it came out, and I'd say these two episodes are the best in the series. For anyone who watched them at the time, what was the immediate reaction or impact of the episodes? We can, we can just talk about Pine Barrens here. You guys remember? What um what was the date of this episode? When did it air? It was uh, March sixth, two thousand one. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, remember, I just I, was, I can remember watching this episode live because we mm-hmm. were we would do uh, like dinner at my aunt and uncle's. They had HBO, and then mm-hmm. the older cousins could kind of stay. Some people would leave. I you know I could drive at the time, so I got to stay. You know, we would have yeah. Sunday gravy, chill out there, and then. Then afterwards, like watch, all, you know, all the great HBO TV. So I remember watching it live. We all were like, <laughs> we love. I mean, people we, like my aunt and uncle were dying the whole time. Like, <laughs> it's like that first time, you know, you get little pieces of Polly and Christopher when you know in the episode. What is it? Christopher is the episode, right? When yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you get a little piece of that, but then this it's like full fledged. I mean, these guys are like fucking cartoon characters. You get a little bit with the Mikey Palmese, the poison ivy. Oh yeah. my god. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But this right. is like just yeah. letting him go all out. Spending the night in the right. truck, he's ripping the carpet up. I mean it's just Yeah. It's too much. Yeah. It's I like mean a great app. I remember this season was actually like a little bit not not as well received as the first two seasons. This was the first season I watched live. I just remember I was a junior in high school. I remember like people would come in on Monday and, and talk about it. And like for most of the season, people were like, eh, the episode is fine. And then this came, this episode came out and the next day everybody was like, that was a fucking, finally a good fucking episode of Sopranos, which I didn't agree with. I thought the entire season was great, but, but yeah, this, this was like definitely from like out of the gate. Like people were like, this is one of the best hours of television that's that we've ever seen right just the landscape and, is so much different too through it yeah. like you know these two idiots in the woods like he loses his shit yeah. right off the bat it's yeah. a contained story it's memorable right. the comedy like it's not the quintessential sopranos episode as, as we talked about at the top i don't think this is the episode you you get new fans with but but i mean it's up there so well i think like the memorable episodes 
um, are often the ones where you say the title and you, you automatically are like, oh yeah, like this college test dream, Sopranos mm-hmm. home movies. Oh, test like dream even controversial, like, but controversial. But the, but but I think those are um, often like the most memorable episodes are the ones right. where you can say the title and sometimes you're like, uh, I mean, you have to be a really like uh, huge huge fan of the show to to, to be like. Oh yeah, the Legend of Tennessee Moltisanti. That's where, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where, you <laughs> right, know. Yeah. But pi- yeah. but you, but you say Pine Barrens, you know, people get it. It's people it's like funny, like you say, like Sopranos home movies too. So you got you have college totally. Sopranos home movies and Pine Barrens, like all three episodes where they're like really not in home base, right? You, you're taking right. yeah. guys like out of their element and just taking them somewhere else. And it's so funny, like not having yeah. them be in a place where they can control everything is. It's a really good point. Yeah, yeah. that's a great point. Great point. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if we're missing any other episodes where they sort of like fish out of water kind of thing. Oh, remember when? Remember, remember, remember when? White cap, remember when? Yeah. Um, veto up in fucking New Hampshire. Oh, yeah. Live free or die. That's a few episodes. It's yeah, a weird, yeah. weird episode. Like the, the internal monologue, like the only time anybody has internal monologue. Gotta be, yeah. gotta be, gotta be <laughs> new. Yeah. Yeah. If I feel like that wouldn't have, made uh the cut from david chase if it wasn't so fucking true to life like how many jobs have you had where you're just like not gonna look at the clock yeah not gonna look at it you hit me (laughs) uh this next one from user deucebag 1969 finally a good fucking handle (laughs) now we're talking this This is interesting would would the pine barons episode be even funnier if it was sill and paulie trapped in the woods what do you guys think no i think no, you have like a father, like the father son dynamic. Like Christopher is is like the is is the character that's got so many different fathers in this. Like you know the father son relationship that's huge in this mm. whole series. That's yeah, so many yeah. different like father son. Like still in that situation, is, is, he's a goddamn mess. You would have shot and killed himself in an hour in that. Like, <laughs> yeah. It yeah. it would be funnier in a bad way. Like it would be funnier <laughs> that it would right. be like. It would be like fucking the Keystone Cops. It would be like so yeah, slapstick, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like yeah. the, those two. It'd be like two a fucking like, Mad TV sketch. Yeah, yeah, those two are like big characters anyway, so that's why you can't do it because it would just be like yeah. it would be it would not make sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it would be. Would it be fun to see Silvio, who is like the quintessential like put together, perfect hair, per, like Problem. weird but kind of like perfect pristine outfits like wardrobe all the time very like, smart would it be funny calculated to s- like one of the smartest characters in the, in the whole smart area. calculating uh send him into the middle of the woods yeah actually i'd like to see that but i don't think it would be it would be better for the overall story no, they or even just this episode they because you forget this if it was the two of them they would have like eat they would have <laughs> been eating each, eating, each, eating each other yeah <laughs> yeah yeah uh, yeah, or they, they would have like both just shot each other sim- simultaneously. Silvio <laughs> so. um, pulls out cheese in the van. I mean, he cheese the whole fucking yeah. cheese. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he keeps a stick of brie on him at all times. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I don't, I don't, I don't. Yes, it would be funny, not funny. <laughs> Deuce bag, nineteen sixty nine. This one from user Joe Buck is poor. Season three, episode 11, Pine Barrens question. What would have been the consequences if Paulie and Christopher let Valerie, in, quote, in uh, parentheses, the Russian, 
go back home or to Slava. I mean, I think you can you can make the logical next step. This would be a fucking clusterfuck for Tony if if Valerie shows up. It's like almost like uh, war and, yeah. war with the Russians, I guess. I mean, yeah, yeah. Plus, yeah. Like, like plus, like the guy washes huge amounts of his money for him. Like yeah. he would also have to part probably with that money that he dropped off, fucking two hundred thousand dollars. Do you think? Let me ask you this: Do you think that happens? Do you think Tony then? has like Polly or Chris whacked like this absolutely happen? oh yeah. I don't know if he has I don't know if he has him whacked but he's not helping Polly at all no, he yeah. makes it very clear yeah. at the end of the episode like this is your f- shit to deal with mayonnaise um yeah I think I think uh Tony absolutely would have would have given up Polly to the Russians. Maybe not Chris, you but know? Polly for sure. Yeah. 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 yeah Polly yeah, fucked up. I mean, he was like the, the lead on the whole thing. Right. Yeah. And then he, he and his story kept on changing. I thought you said he, he sucker punched you, you know, like his right. story. Right. Kept on he, he can't keep his story straight. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's that it would have been bad news. Polly probably would have ended up having to pay with his life at that point. Yeah. Um, this one from uh, Baron VSS. Uh, do the events of Pine Barrens still happen if Paulie isn't sent to collect the money? Like if Tony had sent Chris and Bobby or Chris and anyone else to collect the money, the no. whole thing would have been over in five minutes as opposed yeah. to two days. Goes in yes. with the worst attitude of all, all time. Yes, yeah, like, still should have just gone to get the money. That would have been a way better episode. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Then we can see Tony like banging Gloria for longer. <laughs> Yeah, he right. don't, they don't interrupt him. Why does he pick yeah. up that call too? Like he picks the call up. I would have been like, "Fuck these guys for ten minutes." Like I'm gonna last three more minutes. Okay, this is the best. <laughs> I'll call I've you back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Fuck these guys. True. Um. Uh. Very. That was a. That was a quite unselfish moment for Tony. He he delayed yeah. his his orgasm to help his friend. I'm just gonna bottle it up and fucking beat the shit out of her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Next episode. Um, he was working on tantric uh, sex in this episode. <laughs> but listen, what yeah. a sting! I know <laughs> that was really big after uh, American Pie. Oh yeah, it was. Uh, it was big this time. You know, around this time. Uh, this this little gripe from user Mackenzie Ob ninety five. Tony's meeting with Slava in Pine Barrens. I find it perplexing that a show that loves to delve into cultural stereotypes about food and drink would have a Russian character drink Grey Goose instead of a Russian brand of vodka. Did you guys notice that? Uh, as a Russian myself, I can say that uh, they don't necessarily drink Russian vodka because, like, like, Grey Goose is just better. <laughs> like, <laughs> or, honestly, or, like, or, I, I mean, supply chain, you drink, like, you drink slowly, yeah. like, casually, but they were cheersing, like, like him dropping off fucking 200K. Better, better vodka. So yeah, yeah he's, he's not gonna go here. Have a drink of yeah. Wolf Schmidt with me, yeah, right? Yeah, have fucking Soli. Yeah, I just got nauseous. What's the just best? Real what's the best Russian vodka? I don't know. Like, like it's it's something we don't fucking know. Something we don't know. Yeah, that's. Yeah. The, I'm yeah. kind of yeah. curious about that. Like, what is like a good one? But Russians just love vodka. Yeah, like, they do. I don't think they're yeah. like. They don't care like about like, like oh it's not the Russian like Grey Goose is I mean I I I mean I used to drink vodka a lot and Grey Goose is fucking awesome yeah Grey Goose is great 
It's good. It makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, true. Uh, this one from user <laughs> Lanky Kong Dong. <laughs> I know what your dick looks like now. Okay. okay. <laughs> Got a little glitter Question. on it. Really weird looking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh shit. Good question. Goal, goal is, the series. Goal is flustered as yeah, fuck. Dude. Taking him back. Ooh. Ooh. Goalie's burning a burner account. Rosie uh, has cheeks. Kind of Kong Dong. Um, no, but between the series finale and the Pine Barrens episode, which which had left you with more of a craving to find out what happened. For me, it's got to be Pine Barrens. I understand the finale doesn't reveal Tony or both families' fates, but I feel they finished it that way for artistic appeal. I guess. The Pine Barrens episode, I feel that they could have possibly gotten maybe half a season, possibly more, dealing with the consequences of Christopher and Polly not finishing the Russian off. Your thoughts? Mm. I don't know. This is, this is a- yeah. So the main question, which, are you, which would you rather see extended? The, like what, the Russian storyline or what happens after the finale? In, in, uh, I mean, I, I guess the Russian storyline just because like if, if the finale was finite and I still believe that he was killed, but if the finale was finite, then um, it makes the rewatch a little less and more enjoyable to me. I don't know. Right. Yeah, I don't think I, I wouldn't touch the ending. I love the ending. Uh, I've yeah. come to love the ending. I didn't immediately yes. love it, but screaming, uh, I screamed at the end, like "What the what the fuck!" <laughs> you know, like, like everybody, the whole we had like ten people in that apartment, and we were all screaming at the television. Yeah. And you know, you you watching it at the time, but, but you knew that like it had to come to an end because they were doing like seasons, like once every like eighteen months, they were getting <laughs> yeah, yeah, shorter yeah. and shorter. These guys did not want to do this anymore. Like <laughs> it, it was coming to an end, and I think it, I, I think it it ended it ended well. Oh fuck! Yo, be professional, motherfucker. What the fuck? Hit the phone off. God damn it! Who's calling? Dude, it's late there. Was your fucking dealer, dude? It's it's ten o'clock, and the only thing I can think is that my something's going on with my auto warranty. I need to call these people back. (laughs) (laughs) Saudi prince that's been trying to get a hold of me. I don't. Mr. Wisick, um, Mr. Wisick, I gave him ten grand. I'm supposed to get thirty in return. <laughs> you, you better pick that up, man. We'll take it live on the pod. No, um, okay, yeah. So uh, agreed. We'd rather see the Russian storyline extended if we had to, but I, we had I'm to. not really thirsting for um, for that. Uh, this one from uh, user. Sorry. Sisanu, don't know how to say it. Pine Barrens is an episode format that many shows try to emulate. It's so legendary that it became an episode format of its own and all new series must have their own Pine Barrens. For example, I was watching the fifth season of Better Call Saul and the episode Bagman is their own little version of Pine oh, Barrens. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know if you guys yeah, have watched I, yeah, Better Call yeah, Saul. It, yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I watched that and felt the same, felt the same way. For sure, sure. Right. Yeah. It's basically Saul and Mike stuck out in the desert this time, sort of trying to make their way with a bag of money uh, back to society. And it felt very much like Pine Barrens. Yeah, they must have uh, even fuck like those guys probably even fucking knew when they were writing it. Like, yeah. And apparently there's an episode of Mr. Robot that is sort of like that uh, in the same vein. I, I haven't seen it, but just doing a little research, you know, a lot of people say this is a bottle episode. Um, but it's not really the classic a bottle episode. It's like, like fly the fly and breaking uh, bad, like right. where it's like limited cast, like usually one location. Yeah. 
Um, it's like the ch- and it's it, and it's the Chinese restaurant in Seinfeld. Right. Exactly. Right. Brady's Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. Hawaii. Yeah. These are all the most classic examples. All the most classic Wait, examples so what, of bottle ups. What was this user's question? No, no uh, question. Just, just like I thought, like an internet, uh, internet, interesting question or comment. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, I mean, he's still flustered from big ass Kong or whatever the fuck. Long, 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 long Kong, Kong Dong. Dong. Yeah. Long, delicious Kong Dong. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think, I think Pine Barrens is something that, uh, subsequent showrunners and, and, and television writers have certainly tried to emulate, um, to, to success with Bagman. I thought it was a fantastic episode and, and probably lesser success as well with series we don't give a fuck about. Yeah. Um, well, there's other and, episodes like this. I mean, like, you know, where they do a standalone episode on a character. Right. Yeah. Um, for I sure. can't think for of sure. it right now, but yeah, yeah, it's something we see um, for sure. Yeah, uh, this one from user Phil Leonardo. Ooh, Do Paulie oh, and Chris carry a handcart and duct tape in the car just in case they accidentally kill someone doing collections and have to wrap them in their own rug? I did. One minute it's negligent manslaughter, and next they're wheeling Valerie out like some kind of corpse disposal specialist. I, I saw obvious too. <laughs> I did think that too. I was like, either that was in the apartment, or Polly just has that all the time. Yeah, Polly works for a Bud Light distributor on this side. <laughs> what do you hear? What do you say? I got your kegs and Goose Island. <laughs> <laughs> got your case of Bud Ice. <laughs> you never um, know when you're gonna need a hand truck and duct tape. It's so obvious that it's a corpse too. Like, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. What? Quintessential corpse in a truck, like in a carpet. It's certainly Good not thing. a carpet because it it bends at like seven different angles. Carpet's got teeth. Good thing he was. Damn, he lost that cart when the car was stolen. Good probably. thing he lived near this back alley too, as we could go, <laughs> yeah. we could go un, un, uh, uninterrupted. Good thing yeah. he lives in this back alley that's clearly uh, fucking uh, Queens yeah. and not Jersey. Oh, you <laughs> clearly know, it's an alley behind Silver Cup. I was watching. I mean, I don't know. This is just a little thing, but like in the first scene, like the boat looks so nice, and then they do like the reverse, and you see Tony walking in, and it's like you can't see from the outside. I was like, oh, this is fucking Silver Cup. Silver cup. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Oh, I mean it's probably hard to shoot on a fucking in a galley of a boat. Like it's just moving yeah. around. Even inside the, yeah, the, uh, the camera. Inside the truck is uh, was silver cup. When oh, Paul really? and Chris are inside the truck, that's fucking silver oh, cup. Oh sure. Yeah, oh yeah, and, and their breath, their cold breath is CGI inside the truck. Is it? it is? It is. Wow, it they're really getting is. better, yeah, dude. They're getting better as the series goes on. Had her, long way, had her head, long way had from Olivia's face. On Olivia's body in the back. Of the <laughs> what? Where am I? What time is it? <laughs> when did Olivia get wings? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> weird. Um, and this one, finally, from Spidey007. Um, <laughs> replace Chris in the episode Pine Barrens with Furio. Paulie still manages to piss him off, but then Furio steps up and fights him. How does the episode it's a go? much more I mean, annoying episode? <laughs> yeah. Also, Furio would have fucking like split. He would have never given uh Valerie the shovel in the first place. He would have no. split fucking Valerie's head in two. Yeah. 
Oh, Valerie would have been sh- been dead 100% in the apartment. He would never have gotten yeah. talking to fucking Mortons, none of that shit. They would have had Roy Rogers and they would have thrown him in the ocean like a half hour later. Yeah. It would have been funny though. Oh, que bello universal remote. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he does no. that. He, he goes into the apartment with the fucking, uh, what was it? Yeah, the Bevilacqua? Bevilacqua. Like the, Bevilacqua. Yeah, he goes and, yeah. just meet, like, these guys are picking up money the wrong way. Like, this, you, get more, <laughs> you get more flies with honey, guys. Come on. Come on. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Be the nice collector. Yeah. And he'll so throw like, in a tip. Paulie's like, yeah, when we pick up the uh, money, I'm just going to roast the shit out of this guy. It'll probably go, go well. This fucking <laughs> seven foot five guy. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it would be a good fight. I mean, the entire episode might have been uh, just forty-five minutes of Furio and Valerie fight, it's like, like the, hand Rev- hand the Revenant, in Pine Barrens, <laughs> Rocky <laughs> in the apartment. But they agree to, to set up a fight at a later date. Yeah. Cut to Furio, like inside uh, Valerie's corpse, like just trying to keep <laughs> keep warm. Cuts <laughs> him up with like a tauntaun. <laughs> I think they would have just ground him up at Satrials. That's like sandwiches for, for months. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Yo, but, oh, uh, it yeah. tastes like fucking Belvedere. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's a way. Meat tastes weird. Agent, Agent Agent Harris, like, man, I've, I've been craving a Satriali's human Parmesan sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Vodka sauce. Um, vodka sauce. <laughs> vodka sauce. Uh, that's all I got for fucking internet. Hey. Well, good shit. Great. Good shit. Good app. Good legendary, app. legendary app. Uh, Mitch. Hey, this is a blast, man. Thank you for coming on, guys. Love yous. Miss yous. It's good to see you miss over, over here. So good to see your face. And uh, stay warm up in the Arctic. Okay. Yeah. I'm about to get 16 inches of snow overnight, so that's it for me. Yeah, today. well, it's like <laughs> that's, it. that's it for him. Yeah, it's like 50 degrees here, so we, you know, we can relate. Um, yeah, totally, we can relate. People, what I, I went to the park the other day uh, to go hike, and uh, people were wearing parkas. It's like 60 out. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's how fucking yeah fucking awful people are in Los Angeles. <laughs> they are. Yeah. Well, then you have like the like the white trashy like. Just piece of shits out here wearing shorts with like <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Bill's mafia Bill's <laughs> mafia <laughs> cheap steak and a sausage and fucking I'm live forever that would be Fuck me that would that would be me yeah. Yeah, oh yeah oh yeah I knew a guy I knew a guy out here that like all winter long he would keep his hair short and buzzed in the winter and he would wear shorts. Carhartt boots, okay, and like a jacket. But then in the summer would come and he would grow all his facial hair and his hair out long and like he just did the opposite. I'm like, dude, what's going on? He's like, I like to be contrary. I just like to, I like to, go, I like to swim upstream. I'm like, it's stupid. <laughs> sure. I like to be personally uncomfortable for the entire year. He's dead now. He was like, oh, people like to be alive. I like to be dead. So. <laughs> I think he was, he was <laughs> He's with you guys now. He might be dead. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never, he's like carpet. Valerie. We'll never know. Ambiguous ending. He kept he kept run, I shot him through his cargo shorts. He kept running right. in the snow. Right. <laughs> Mitch is gonna walk into a Roy Rogers and see that guy sweeping the floor with that. <laughs> he's gonna vaguely recognize me. Oh, <laughs> put his hand on the fucking fryers. <laughs> <laughs> 
right. good shit, good shit. Uh, listeners, as always, you can find us at Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can email us your comments, questions, concerns, what you like, what you don't like. Uh, at osopranospod at gmail.com. Give us a five-star review. Shit on us. Shit in our mouths. Shit on our families. But give us that five stars. We love those five stars. Five, five stars. Just leave it. Uh, good shit, man. <laughs> ah, we love you, Mitch. We love you. Thank you for coming on for such an iconic episode. Love you. Oh. Love you. Oh. oh. oh.